In less than three years, History of North America has almost two million downloads. It's an honor and privilege to present this series to all you good history-loving folks. Thank you. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. People often confuse the terms anachronism and presentism. So let's try and clarify these two important words. What is anachronism? The meaning of anachronism is a chronological misplacing of persons, events, objects, or customs in regard to each other. It's thus the state or condition of being chronologically out of place. The most common type of anachronism is an object misplaced in time, but it may be a word, verbal expression, a technology, a philosophical idea, a musical style, a material, a plant or animal, a custom, or anything else associated with a particular period that is placed outside its proper temporal domain. For example, if a portrait of Jacques Cartier shows him holding a smartphone, it would be an example of anachronism, as we are all aware that this device did not exist during Cartier's time. Here's an example of an anachronism in one of William Shakespeare's plays. In Act Two, Scene One of Julius Caesar, after the stage directions say, Clock strikes. Brutus tells Cassius to count the clock, and Cassius says it hath stricken three. Though humans have been measuring time for thousands of years, clocks definitely didn't strike while Caesar was alive. Intentional anachronisms in a work can add humor or intrigue. Unintentional inaccuracies can ruin the suspension of disbelief for a reader or viewer. There are three different types of anachronisms. Each serves a different purpose. Behavioral or cultural anachronism is bringing archaic objects or ideas into the modern day as an aesthetic choice. For example, a person carrying a conversation in Latin in the 21st century. Parachronism is anything that appears in the wrong period. This could be an object, a colloquial expression, or a social custom associated with a specific period appearing in the wrong era or outside of its general use. For example, a modern-day person using a washboard to clean clothes instead of a washing machine. Prochronism is considered an impossible anachronism. This relates to something, an object or concept, used in a literary work or movie long before its invention like a microwave in the Stone Age. Finally, two literary terms are closely related to anachronism, juxtaposition and archaism. Similar to anachronism, juxtaposition means placing two things side by side for comparison. Archaism is the use of outmoded language for a stylistic effect. A valued member of our Patreon supporters recently sent me this e-letter. Dear Mark, I enjoy the books of prolific octogenarian author and historian Gordon Wood, who practices an old-school institutional history of national greatness 
that is ironically refreshing in this age of anti-West revisionist history. Wood is opposed to weaponizing history to support contemporary political arguments or objectives. Pitching a political argument is always designed to persuade the audience to take a side rather than to teach independent critical thinking. Biased or loaded history degrades the credibility of the practice of history. Recent historians have become so used to denigrating traditional achievements of the past in terms of present values that they cannot help slipping into anachronism. Presentism serves no true purpose in the study of the past. I love your show, Mark. Keep up the good work. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. What is presentism? The meaning of presentism is an attitude towards the past dominated by present-day attitudes and experiences. Some define it as the historical sin of applying present-day virtues upon the past. Can we judge the past by the standards of the present? Many seem intent on proving not only that we can, but that we must. Every generation, none more than our own, suffers from a pernicious presentism. The arrogance that those now alive have created the most prosperous period in history. The result is that too often we judge a materially poor past by the same contemporary standards of an affluent leisure present. Those who study history can avoid these fallacies, aside from the fact that the present is the beneficiary of the accumulated intellectual, moral, and scientific contributions of the past Proper knowledge of the hardship of prior ages teaches us the value of humility. To take just one possible example, it might be an easy thing to chronicle what seems to us prejudices recorded among the early European explorers and settlers of North America. It is quite another to imagine how these trailblazers struggled to survive one more day in an age without effective medicines, labor-saving machines, or adequate shelter. Studying history also confers much-needed perspective. It's neither fair nor wise to attempt to apply the moral standards of today to, say, the far more deadly 17th century when life was solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Technology improves. Human nature does not. That means we have, if we bother to look, a timeless connection to those who went before us. Their struggle to make sense of life is our struggle. In this regard, there's still much to learn from our ancestors and we can draw strength and courage when all seems lost from inspirational North American figures 
like John Adams, Thomas Edison, Harriet Tubman, or Booker T. Washington. Finally, the study of history teaches us to value caution over certainty. We should avoid making judgments about who is good and who is bad, as if we were watching a morality tale in the present. Major North American historical players like Hernán Cortés, Jacques Cartier, Thomas Jefferson, Robert E. Lee, Santa Anna, Eleanor Roosevelt, and Susan B. Anthony were complex people who at points in their lives did some good things. That these efforts ultimately led to some bad outcomes, made far worse by their own outsized talents, is one of the many tragedies of history. We must thus not ignore the values and mores of people in their own times, as well as change over time. The cardinal tenet of critics is to use the postmodern customs and mores of the present to project back in the past and use them as melodramatic condemnation of others. For example, liking the Founding Fathers is out of fashion in academic circles today. Our generation, which is far from perfect, should not demand perfection from people in a pre-industrial society who endured more severe challenges than us. Expecting modern, enlightened, moral sophistication from humans in past times is a slippery slope. We, in the present, should beware, for perhaps one day we too shall be judged harshly by those that follow us. They may throw our values onto the trash heap of history. We are people of our times. We are all of our times. For example, the majority of present-day humans enjoy eating meat and fish. A century from now, we may be judged severely for this practice, but our actions will hopefully be analyzed within our time period. We look to the past to understand what happened, not to interpret the present or predict the future. We do not judge or justify the actions and events of the past. We want to understand them. Humans were born into a world they did not create. Humans should not be judged on the world they were born into but what they did with that world. Presentism must be avoided at all costs, for it serves no true purpose in the mature study of history. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. Have you listened or watched every episode of this podcast series? If so, let me know, and your name will be added to the History of North America List of Honor at patreon.com slash markvinette. Using our link in the show notes, go follow our TikTok page to enjoy additional History of North America content, including original, short, 60-second capsules. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen 
the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking Calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.